0: I'm Jamie and I'm Grant and this is The Yellow Yellow Shoes Podcast. Each week we will bring you the top five most magical news stories that you need to know.
1: Plus, we'll offer you Disney tips and tricks and have some fun along the way.
0: Join us. Let's have a magical time. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Yellow Shoes podcast. It has been a hot minute. I feel like it's it's been a month since the last time we uploaded an episode. Um, just the holiday season just got away from us. And I mean, I kind of figured on taking a break till the new year, but then, you know, the new year turned into mid-January because that's just how it goes, isn't it? Um, we've just been having some family time and, you know, working on some stuff um, work-wise, for me specifically, and so things have just been a little hectic, but um it's been snowy here in Pittsburgh the past few days. Um this past weekend was my birthday. My birthday is January 14th, so I turned 26. And um I actually got a really fun birthday gift that I wanted to share with you guys because it's something I'm definitely gonna mention um later on after I kind of I guess you could say receive the gift in a way. So my sister gifted me a day at Disney. And we're kind of putting our own twist on it. Because if you've seen, I don't know if anybody's seen like videos or like heard of people who go to Disney literally for a day, like they fly out in the morning, super early, fly back in the evening, and they spend just the day at Disney. And so that's what she gifted me. Um, So I was super, super excited. She didn't have a date set. So we were going to book it together. And then as we were looking, we ended up adding one night. So we're going to Disney basically for like 36 hours. um, And we're going in mid-February. So I'm super excited. I really wanted to go to Festival of the Arts. So whenever she told me she was gifting me that, I was like, well, I'd love to go before the festival ends, which it ends on February 19th. So we really had to cram it in there. But I'm super, super excited to go. I'm a little nervous, but it should be so fun. And it'll be the quickest trip I've ever taken to Disney, like getting on a plane in the morning and then spending one night and then coming back in the evening and so i'm really excited and grant and i've talked about how like this will give me a taste of doing like the day in disney thing and then eventually like that's still on my bucket list like something i really really want to do but i feel like even one night is c- kind of crazy too so i'm really
1: yeah it's gonna be a whirlwind for you yeah but i'm, I'm ex- excited for you yeah i'm
0: excited and we already booked um we're eating at Alan compass or Morning that we're there, um because their brunch is amazing, and I haven't had it in a long time. So we're gonna go there. And I don't think my sister's ever had brunch there. So we're gonna go there for sure. Other than that, we don't really have many plans at least as of right now, but definitely do Festival of the arts. So we'll see how that goes. But I'm super excited. So I just wanted to share that little tidbit before we get into this week's episode. And maybe twenty twenty four will be the year that we find a rhythm with this. Maybe not, but I'd love for this to <laughs> have a consistency um so yeah i think i'm I'm finally going into my slow season with work so i think if we can get on a schedule then like we'll be golden yeah it's truly nobody's fault about our own though so
1: <laughs> yeah it's not like we don't have the time <laughs>
0: we're just like being lazy sometimes
1: it is what it is <laughs> we're feeling the january blues over here for sure
0: yeah and we do have, well, also since we talked to you guys, we have an actual Disney trip coming up, not just our day long one. So we have booked something and so we're going in March and it'll, it's going to be a family trip. So that'll be fun. We're staying at the Treehouse Villas, which Grant's never stayed at.
1: Yeah, I'm actually really excited.
0: For me, I have stayed there, but it's been a long time. I think 10 years. Oh, wow. I literally think a decade. Um, So it's been a long time since I did that. So I'm really, really excited. Um, so we'll definitely keep you guys posted on that trip and what we do and we have some things planned because we're going because it's my nephew's sixth birthday. So we're making a little family trip out of it as we do because we can't leave each other alone. Um so we do have Hoop Dee Doo review booked.
1: Which when we haven't was been in the last five I, years.
0: Yeah, I was gonna say My twenty I, first I, birthday. I, remember. I can't believe that's five years ago. Oh my gosh, that's wild. But
1: that was really fun.
0: Yeah. Um and then we actually he doesn't know yet but as his gift from us we booked him to go to the bippity body boutique to do like the night's package so i think he'll just like eat that up oh yeah for sure so i'm so excited and I, we had to be like haters to the rest of the family for that because you can only bring in two extra people other than the child so we're like hey we're paying for it we're taking them so it'll be a little <laughs> I think jamie and uncle only day but honestly like if you would tell him like you can only bring two people who you're ringing it would be us that's just the way he is it's so bad but um so i'm excited for that too and i feel like i definitely want to like document that experience because i feel like there's really no information out there about like the like little boys going to do it like and getting the night's package so i think that might be useful information for everybody so
1: yeah well and um what was nice about booking it is you can book it 60 days out just like Like dining, dining but it's available at midnight. Yeah.
0: So you don't have to like get up the ass crack at dawn.
1: Yeah. So midnight Eastern time here on the East Coast.
0: Yeah. So then like what? 9 p.m. for California people, which yeah, is like it awesome. Was
1: so nice. It was so easy. And like we
0: were definitely tired that night, but it was like, OK, we got it. We're good. Like, oh, yeah. Go back to bed. So.
1: It's much better than waking up at five or six, five o'clock in the morning.
0: Yeah. And then not getting it.
1: Yeah. Because <laughs> that was horrible. Yeah. for Dining. But.
0: So yeah, we're excited for that trip as well. And that's coming up here quickly. So it's just, that's what's getting us through the moment.
1: I can't wait to be back at Disney.
0: Yeah, we need some sunshine for sure. But all that being said, let us get into today's episode. I really didn't try to grab too much from like the past month or so. I feel like though nothing totally groundbreaking has happened. So I don't know. Yeah, we'll just get into these stories that we have grabbed from this past week. So, our first story, Disney's Fort Wilderness Cabins are officially reopening on July 1st. So, for those of you who don't know, which I think we talked about here before, they're renovating, um, is it technically all of them? I'm, I'm I sure don't they're, know. They're, That's I'm, what you know, I... I'd have to imagine I they're renovating so. all of them, but not all of them are gonna... Well, it's like how anymore, like, with DVC, you don't necessarily have to be DVC to book it, you just would, could pay cash for it, but I'm sure they're all gonna look the same. Yeah, I would assume. But it is going to be a new DVC property. So, like, this will be the first time that you can pay with points to stay at the cabins. Um, But they're renovating those. I have never stayed at the cabins. I honestly wish I would have gotten to, like, once. However, like, I've seen enough videos and, like, I feel like they're very comparable to, like, cabin experiences. You get at, like, campgrounds. Around us. Around us, yeah. Up here in, like, PA. So, I don't know. I just feel like it's not nothing. Like, I mean, they're nice, but they're not, like anything special by any means so i can agree that they needed a facelift and
1: i think this way it'll make it look a little bit more uniquely disney
0: yeah i feel like you'll get more of that disney feel and so i'm, I'm really looking forward to eventually staying there because i think i think it's gonna be great and like i love fort wilderness so growing up we um one of our D V C memberships, like my parents, is at Wilderness Lodge. So I spent a lot of time at Fort Wilderness, like the horseback riding and just going over there, checking things out, Hoop D review multiple times as a kid, um, y- using the watercraft, like all that sort of thing. So I'm very familiar with it over there. Yeah. I I I respect what they've been doing there lately because they've renovated there used to be a buffet over there and now it's a quick service which like that place just needed a quick service like before it had no quick service and then they divided part of it to have quick service and then still be the buffet and then i do not even sure if that buffet reopened post-covid or not or if they just that's when they renovated i mm. really can't remember
1: i was gonna Um, say i don't think so but I'm, i'm not positive
0: yeah but they just like desperately needed something over there um and I we, liked the buffet though. Well, they must good. have still had it at the buffet because post COVID. Because remember, we all went to Disney and we were staying at Wilderness, and then the one day we went over there for lunch because we wanted to try circle D and then we got the fried chicken.
1: Yeah, but it was the quick service then. It was like yeah, some but weird part of it
0: was not all of it.
1: Oh uh, yeah, you're right.
0: Yeah, but now it's all just like seating for the quick service, which again I can endorse because I think too now that they're like if they're gonna try to market people coming over to do activities that aren't necessarily staying there. Which they've always had, but like now, I feel like Disney's trying to get back on like s- upselling people on like experiences, even if they're not staying at a specific resort, like doing the horseback riding, right. doing like kayaking, things of that sort. Like you need somewhere to have a quick service because like before it was like okay, you could do a sit down there, but like and like pre COVID, there's no reservations available. Yeah. right. Well, like in the pre COVID Disney World, it was impossible to get reservations for like same day. Now everywhere has a walk up list and like it's pretty doable. But back then, like forget it. I'm excited for what they're doing there. Um, And I guess you can start booking things. So February 1st, DVC sales for the cabins open to existing members. So I think that's when you can start buying the points for existing DVC members. And then Thursday, February 15th, DVC members who have added on points at the cabins can begin to book their stays. So you can purchase points the 1st, You can book your stay the 15th. Gotcha. And then Tuesday, February 27th, DVC sales for the cabins at Disney Fort Wilderness open to the general public. So February 1st, only existing DVC members can purchase points. And then 27th, the public can purchase points if they choose to. And then Tuesday, March 12th, if you bought in during that new cycle, like as a new member, then you can start booking. And then April 23rd, all DVC members can book using their points, whether they own there or not. Gotcha. So kind and then of a I confusing calendar, but...
1: July 1st is when stays actually begin, right? Yes. And then I was seeing something about, like, the next phase is going to open throughout, like, later in the year. Yeah. And then they are just going to keep, like, going through. So that's it sounds like they...
0: They have some done, but not all of them. Yeah. But there's a lot of cabins back in there. I don't even know how many, but like a lot. I feel like
1: when I read it, it was like 110 yeah. or 180 or something crazy. Um, but well, Fort Wilderness is really big. Well,
0: and I'm pretty sure, like I could be wrong. I'm pretty sure they kept like the foundations of those things because shape wise, they're pretty similar. I mean, the roof structure is a little different, but like I don't think they completely like tore everything to the ground
1: yeah probably not like
0: i don't think they leveled the land or anything like that i think they just kind of edited things as needed but people like try to act like not all the cabins are just like glorified like single wides
1: <laughs> yeah but <hey. laughs>
0: which like is fine but like people like i feel like i see reviews of the cabins and people are like oh this is just a modular home I'm like yeah mm-hmm. <laughs> well it's like all the cabins up here are like that too like yeah. if you go to Hershey, if you go to like um Yogi Bears, like all it's just it's a glorified trailer. <laughs> yep. So yeah, I'm excited to see what little Disney touches they put in on the cabin, since there really wasn't that before. Next story Um Wish breaks even on reported production budget at worldwide box office, marking another theatrical loss for Disney. Now, Grant and I have not seen Wish, and truly I don't have any plans to.
1: No, I think we might once it gets onto Disney Plus. Yeah, but I'm not. But there's hopeful. so many di- recent Disney movies that we just haven't watched. Though. Oh, I know. Like, I feel We're like so it behind. started
0: with like Coco for us that like we stopped watching shit.
1: It was during, yeah. Yeah. Cause like <laughs> right before COVID. And Coco was not really intentional. It was like, oh, well, we'll watch this eventually. And then COVID happened. And then they just started releasing like every movie that was supposed to be in theaters onto Disney yeah, Plus. And so too it was many just movies. too much. Yeah. And like, we don't watch new movies like. A lot. Yeah. So it was kind of like, okay, well, there's no way to catch up now.
0: Yeah. But everybody kind of figured Wish wasn't going to do that well. Like Disney didn't think that, but like Disney fans were like, I don't trust this shit.
1: (laughs) Well, they didn't really make it look that great based on the trailer. Yeah. When they announced it initially, I was like, oh, this is going to be cool because it's going to be more like 2D. And then they put out a trailer and everyone was like, oh, okay. Well, and
0: I'm... like, the music, like, 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 I don't like it. Um, the yeah, villains song. Yeah, nothing's exciting. Blame. Like, I, I don't know. I just, I don't like, I would say the new style of Disney music started with Frozen. But here's the thing. I don't have an issue with Frozen. I don't. I loved Frozen when it came out. Mm-hmm. I've said this a million times. I loved the music. I loved the soundtrack. Like, I do not have an issue with the Frozen style music.
1: It's whenever they started to replicate it in every single movie. But then.
0: Then we got to Moana and then that's when shit really started to get fucked up. Okay. Fuck you, Lynn manuel Miranda. You know what you did. I hate that bitch. And he has his little grubby little rat hands and everything that Disney does now. I don't know if he has anything to do with this, but I can only assume. And if he doesn't have something to do with it, then it's like potato, potato. It's the same shit. <laughs> I'm serious. Like I'm yeah. fucking sick of it. Like you are not a good lyricist. You're not like not everything has to be literal. And that's the type of music Disney does now is like, it can't just be like a song that's good. It has to be like literal.
1: Yeah. Like I'm going to pick up the basket and I'm putting it down on the ground. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Like it just, I don't know. It's just very, and and then everything else is just so cringy. If it's not exactly explaining what's going on, then it's just like so cringy that I can't even handle it. No, I get that. And I feel like ever since Frozen, they've been trying to replicate Frozen and it hasn't happened for them. They got close with Moana, but it didn't. It didn't hit like they all act like Moana hit. Yeah. I feel like Moana has become more popular now than it was when it, when came it first out. came out. Yeah,
1: no, I completely agree. But I, my big issue is you, the last two D movie or like two D ish,
0: Princess and the Frog was Princess and the Frog. And it, like, I know it did horrible the box office, right? But but it's that shit's amazing. Good. Yeah, and the
1: songs are amazing. The art is an- amazing like everything about that movie is like it's one of disney's best movies yeah. ever yeah and then you go and basically are like well now we're gonna do that again and i realized you're not gonna do a true 2d movie in 2013 yeah so like it's kind of like the like weird like 2d 3d which is fine but then it's like it's not even close to like what princess and the frog was yeah so, it's just, like, if you're going to do it, then you have to, like, really commit to it. And you have to get people, like, who are amazing at what they do. Because all the music for Princess and the Frog was, like, New Orleans legends yeah,
0: slapped.
1: doing the music. Yeah. So, it's, like, well, then you have to have people who are at that caliber. And, like, I don't even know who did the music for Wish. So, it might be someone at that caliber. But it doesn't feel like it.
0: Yeah. Well, and I think, too, like, it's so interesting. Because Disney tries, or, like, Disney is known for, like, if they're doing something culturally, they like hit the nail on the head and they advise with all these people. And they, you know, like, Animal Kingdom, for example, like, you know what I mean? Like, that whole project. And like, Joe Rody was specifically good at that. But then, like, Princess and the Frog, for example, like, they got people from New Orleans and like, New Orleans legends, like, writing the music and like being involved in the process. And I'm not saying they're not doing that anymore, but not nearly to the extent I think that they need to be. Like, Lin Manuel Miranda, a Puerto Rican man, is writing music for Moana. Why?
1: Right. Like, when they should be like some some someone...
0: Polynesian artists should be mm-hmm. writing that music. Right. And so and that I'm they... not saying he probably didn't advise with XYZ. I'm sure he did or like they did or said they did just to check that box, but like no.
1: <laughs> yeah. And I think that there's a like because then you could argue well they didn't really do that back in the nineties, but I think there's a big difference between Lynn Mail Miranda, who had like one big hit with a Broadway show mm-hmm. versus Elton John yeah. writing the music for Lion King. Well, like, the
0: technology is different now. The world is different now. Yeah. but still, so, like, wants Elton to John... act like they're doing these things to like be a keyboard warrior with all this stuff. And then they're like, but, not like, actually.
1: It's like, okay, well, if you bring in Elton John to write the music, who's written decades of popular hits, like, yeah. okay, well, he has a proven track record. It's not just like a but one the thing. the thing is when you, you know? think
0: about it, like, the Lion King music, the soundtrack, isn't trying to sound like African music necessarily. It's right. not. It's no. it's trying to be pop music. But like Moana music is trying to sound like Polynesian music to a certain extent. Mm-hmm. So like... Yeah. And the thing is too, the Lion King isn't about African culture. It's not. It's That's not the no, focus it's a love of the story. movie. It's a love well, story.
1: Love it's, story and it's a uh, like... I'm like I, a coming yeah. of age Edge, or, yeah, yeah yeah yeah
0: but like Moana is like f- very very focused on the cultural aspect right because it's it. like
1: a cultural legend yeah. is what the whole story yeah. is right
0: so I don't know that's just my stick with that but I don't know and then the thing is too from what I heard about wish is they were like because people are like oh it's a good movie on its own but this isn't the 100th anniversary movie like this is not disney in one at its finest yeah Yeah, like which is what its intention was but then it just missed the mark
1: but i think you can tell that it had to be out by a certain time for the hundredth and like everything that they put out was so incomplete looking
0: yeah and a lot of people said like the movie itself felt incomplete and thing is too what i heard was they try to put a lot of easter eggs in which like disney does easter eggs all the time it's fun great whatever but then people were like then it it got to the point where it felt forced Mm -hmm. and i just have to think of like i don't know this probably sounds so stupid but i feel like it's reminding me not in like a good way like so um, Enchanted okay the movie Enchanted mm-hmm. that when it came out okay like they did the mix of animation and live action and they did all these Disney easter eggs in it and because it was like oh all the different parts of these princess stories were her story like mm-hmm. you know what I mean like the evil queen and then like her talking to animals and like you know all these different ass, her being able to sew her, like all these things were all the Disney princesses in one movie. Right. And like, Enchanted hit the fucking nail on the head.
1: Because it was very tongue in cheek.
0: Yeah. And I feel like Enchanted had it come out 15 years later now, or like how many years ago it came out. Like, if it would have come out now, like, that should have been the Disney 100 movie. Mm. If you weren't focusing on the animation ass. Like, you know, if it didn't need to be animated yeah. in any way. Or I, mean, I guess it was partially animated, but not like... Like, that almost seems like it was more of a celebration of Disney and, like, the types of stories Disney does and has always done, but in a new and fresh and modern way.
1: Yeah, I think that makes sense.
0: So, I don't know. But this apparently did not hit the nail on the head. I think part of it, Disney's coming out with too many movies. I've said it once, I'll say it again until the day I fucking die. Like, there's no reason that you should be trying to make six blockbuster movies in a year. That's just not how that shit works. Like, get over it. The fact that it is just now in January hitting two hundred and twenty three million worldwide. Ooh, that's bad. Is not good. <laughs> and reportedly they had a two hundred million dollar budget.
1: I believe that. And so they, they can't would have make... had
0: to make four hundred million to be considered a success. And the thing is too, when you think about that, that's only the budget for like the movie itself, to my knowledge. Like that doesn't include marketing. And they marketed the shit out of that movie.
1: Yeah. Well, so I just looked up um just because Princess and the Frog was the last like yeah. 2D. So that made two hundred and seventy one million. Oh lo- my god. Worldwide.
0: And that was considered a flop. How much did they put into that?
1: Hundred and five million.
0: So they made money.
1: Yeah. But that's because no one can make a movie for under two or 250 yeah, mil- like, million anymore because yeah. they're
0: all dicking around doing stupid shit. Well, and so whenever they opened domestically during the five day holiday opening window because they opened on um, th- Thanksgiving weekend, it only made $31.7 million for a five day opening weekend. Yeah. That's lame as shit.
1: So to just like compare it to some other movies. So Tangled made almost 600 million worldwide. Oh my god. In 2010, Moana did 682 million in 2016. And then of course Frozen did 1.2 billion. Yeah. Uh Zootopia did a billion. Wow. Um Encanto did 256 million. Yeah. So I mean, what does that say though during COVID to 200- Encanto did $256 really, You know? <laughs> and that was, like, When bad. no one was
0: going to the theater.
1: And that was two years ago, you know? Yeah.
0: So, I don't know. That's kind of what I expected overall for a wish. And, I mean, I feel like all that merch is still sitting on the shelves everywhere. Um, but they're going to be releasing things digitally on January 23rd. So, you can pay to watch it. On TV then, um, and then Blu-ray and DVD March twelfth. They haven't announced a Disney Plus streaming date yet, but I'm assuming it's coming up sooner rather than later. So, yeah, if you saw Wish, I would love to hear your opinion.
1: Yeah, definitely.
0: <laughs> so, I don't or, know. We'll watch
1: it maybe. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I feel like I'm gonna have to <laughs> I'm talking too much shit on it. Next story. Disney Cruise Line has released a full list of port adventures for Lookout K at Lighthouse Point. I keep forgetting that they changed it to Lookout K at Lighthouse Point when it was supposed to just be Lighthouse Point, and then they, like, fucking changed their mind.
1: Oh, yeah. Lookout Key at Lighthouse Point, sponsored by the Bermuda Islands.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So I scrolled through these because they have all sorts of stuff, and I feel like they truly have a whole other array of things they can offer now because it's connected to land. Like, it's not... Just them
1: yeah, having which to do everything off the boat. Strange, but yeah.
0: Oh yeah. I don't like it, but like gotta do what you can, I guess. So, you know, they have their typical stuff like the banana boats and they do have bicycle rentals, kayak rentals, snorkeling, um, all that stuff. But what I've noticed is there's a lot of like historical and nature tours.
1: Well, they built that huge cultural center. Yeah,
0: and because I think well, mm-hmm. that's part of the deal. So right. I think That's going to be interesting too. And honestly, like I'm excited for that because again, the cultural aspect of things and like taking that into consideration is something Disney does very, very well. Like I think at Alani, they like hit the nail on the head with that. And we talked about that in our Alani um, podcast. And so I'm excited for that um, because again, I think it's something Disney does well and is important for them to, you know. Put into things, I mean, I don't think these tours are necessarily run by Disney, but like the fact that they're offering that,
1: I hope it's like really interesting and fun, like they do with everything else, and not just like a oh, here's like some museum that you can check out if you want to. Yeah,
0: no, I mean, they have even some private historical tours that you can take. That's um, neat, some are on like those little buggies, um, some are in vans, so they seem to have a, a, a wide array of things. But I feel like, um, and they've had like eco tours. So like teaching you about Uh, the ecosystems of that area. Because I honestly feel like that's something like creating an environment focused on the culture is something they didn't necessarily do well with Castaway Key. Like you feel like you're in the Bahamas, but it's not anything special. Like it's just touristy. Which, I mean, I think part of it, it was just of the times. You know what I mean? I, and, you know, this is kind of their second chance. And, like, I mean, I love Castaway Key, so it's, like, not, you know, downgrading that at all. But they've kind of gotten a second chance to, like, redo it in a way. More,
1: like, integrate it into how, like, the rest of the Bahamas are. Exactly. Yeah. So,
0: I'm really curious and excited. I mean, we have no plans for the treasure as of the moment,
1: but the I'm treasure sure is the only ship right now that's planning on going to a Lookout Point, right? I th-
0: think so. I could be wrong. But to my knowledge, at least for the time being, yes. Okay. So, I don't know. I guess we'll see. Well, and I'm, I don't know, because, like, did they make it so 2 can dock there at one time? I, I don't really know too many, like, specifics.
1: I don't either. I would assume that they would, though. Yeah,
0: but that's kind of concerning at the same time. But, I mean, again, hopefully, since they had that in mind... They were able to make enough resources for mm-hmm. everybody, so and I think too um logistically in terms of like like I'm more saying resources as in like lounge chairs and like right. you know space, because in terms of like food and like resources like that, like tangible things like you know food, water, et cetera, mm-hmm. like they're connected to land, so like yeah, that makes that easy. They don't have to like bring everything in on a boat every single day they can you know, plan ahead more for that and make centers and things like that in order to store things properly. So yeah, I'm curious and excited for this new chapter of Disney Cruise Line. But I am cautiously optimistic. I will say that much. Because I feel like some of the pictures look good and others look kitschy. Yeah, I guess we'll see. Yeah. So next story. This is an older story, but it's just now coming out because of the sheriff's department. Like, all these sheriff's departments don't say anything to you. you go, oh, no. <laughs> they can't say anything until, you know, weeks later. Can't release things. So, for once, guys, it wasn't a Florida man. Let's start off there. Um, but it was, however, um, his second best cousin. A oh, New boy. Jersey man. <laughs> a New Jersey man assaults a woman over surface parking lot spot at Disney Springs.
1: Who parks in the... Sur- Literally, and who, though. And who's fighting over a surface Literally. parking
0: lot? Literally. First of all, who the Jeez. fuck's parking in the surface parking lot? Fuck you. Um, so I guess this man, 52-year-old man, has been charged with burglary of a conveyance with a battery. So that means he tried to enter this woman's vehicle in order to physically assault her. Jeez Louise. Yeah. Um, he apparently pleaded not guilty. Um,
1: as Disney has cameras everywhere. Yeah.
0: Um, I mean, innocent until proven guilty, I guess. But I feel like in this situation, like, dude, just plead guilty and like shut the oh, fuck I'm up. Dead. Like, you know what I mean? Like, oh god. A female witness stated the verbal argument became physical when the male exited his vehicle, approached the female who was still seated in her vehicle, and struck her in the face oh, through the open driver's side window. The female witness stated a brief struggle ensued between the male and female, according to Orange County Sheriff's report. The driver was not injured and declined medical treatment on November 12th attack. That happened just before 6 p.m. The dramatic scene was captured on video. (gasps) I've never seen this video. It's not in this article, but T. So it's on video. Then that means like you can't fucking hide my guy right how stupid would you be to plead not guilty when there's video i don't know even if she provoked it i mean i don't know what happened like say this woman provoked but Doesn't you're matter. still guilty like right you shouldn't be punching someone no you shouldn't be punching somebody
1: i bet you she was sitting there taking her good old time to pull out of the spot he gets all frustrated like well i need to park here and then she's like because he's being an asshole yeah It's just like taking her good old time. The
0: sheriff's report said a cell phone video exists that shows the man physically restraining the driver as she sat inside her vehicle. Several people got involved to separate them until the sheriff's department arrived. And then he was trespassed from Walt Disney World property, taken to the jail. And his next court hearing was scheduled for January 10th. And he has requested a jury trial. Um, so I don't know what happened on uh, since then. Um, this article was written on the 15th so i don't know like what happened in court or if the court date happened or anything but okay i'm not too familiar with like the law um so like has this man just been sitting in orlando for the past two months
1: no i think he just has to show up okay. to his courtyard. so he
0: probably went to jail his like say his wife bailed him out mm-hmm. he will goes back to new jersey then has to come back down
1: for... yeah yeah
0: okay fair enough um
1: that's it inconvenient though But yeah, you know,
0: like, I don't know if it's because we know too much now, which I feel like that's a big portion of things in the world. Like, we just know too much because of of media. But people at Disney need to calm the fuck down. I'm sick of this shit. Like, I'm sick of this universal sea world behavior. Like, this shit's ghetto, and I'm done. Like, we don't need to be beating each other up. We don't need to be jumping into the fucking lake at Epcot. We don't need to be, like peeing in places we shouldn't be like cut the crap everybody you know
1: well and it's all people who should know better age-wise oh i know yeah i completely agree
0: but just figured i'd share that tidbit you know because we always get a florida man story but you know new jersey men are also built different
1: (laughs) (laughs) that's for sure
0: somebody who resides in pa is saying that our final story I am once again eating my fucking words. Oh, boy. With ESPN, everybody. <laughs> I want to formally apologize. This just needs to be
1: a recurring segment is Jamie eats her words about ESPN.
0: Literally. Because, you know, I had I, a few months ago I had a lot to fucking say about ESPN. But, you know, apparently they're doing something right. So apparently, I mean, this is just, you know, talk right now. So nothing's legitimate. But the fact that this is even an option, um, just shows you that ESPN's like, "Yay, we were profitable." <laughs> we were profitable. <laughs> so, Disney and NFL are in the talks that could give league ESPN stake and put NFL media under Disney.
1: Wait, what? So,
0: that could give the NFL ESPN stake, but that oh. as a result would put all NFL media under under Disney.
1: That I feel like that's
0: counterintuitive. Well, I feel like, like that's
1: a really big deal for Disney. Yeah. But I wonder what is involved in like NFL media versus um, NFL so as a whole.
0: assets of the NFL network and Red Zone. Oh, wow. And so, they've been, I guess they're in talks. They're not like nobody said anything publicly, like in terms of like nobody will like, mm-hmm. you know, say anything other than that rather than they're talking about it. But, I mean, I'm not too on the front of anything ESPN or NFL related. So, you know, it says the talks come after Disney and ESPN have worked to improve their standing among NFL executives. The company has worked to simulcast. I've never heard that word in my life. Simulcast. (laughs) Simulcast. Some of its Monday Night Football games on ABC. So, ABC currently has rights to some of the Monday Night Football stuff.
1: Yeah, Which simulcast is, is casting in multiple, multiple places.
0: places. So it would expand the audience f- um, for them. So yeah, I think that's kind of a big deal for them to have rights to broadcast. Um, so the NFL recently granted Disney rights to broadcast nearly an entire season of Monday Night Football games on both ESPN and ABC. To help the company as it's worked through two severe Hollywood strikes. And that has now ended... Um, But starve big media companies of fresh content and programming. NFL is basically doing them a favor by giving them content to post, apparently. But that's a big deal for them to have, you know, nearly an entire season of Monday football games on their network. Yeah. This makes sense in a way because I'm just like, I never understood. I'm like, bitch, where am I supposed to watch these fucking football games? Like, they're all like randomly thrown different places. I mean,
1: just look at. I know, but they always have been uh, at yeah. uh, different networks. But because it was all well, like, because like cable, she, multiple
0: things are happening at the same time, so you can't just like
1: because it's all like network TV. Yeah, you can flip channels, and it's like not a big deal. Mm-hmm. But now I think the NFL is like, oh well, there's all these different options because look, there's like Thursday Night Football on Amazon Prime now. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. so I think now they're like, okay, well, let's how ca- else can we? You don't expand? Have to put all your eggs in one basket, yeah. right? So we'll still have the network be the main thing but let's expand it out to some of these other like digital platforms which hey and is all about making money so yeah good for them I well and know. i think it's a big deal for it kind of i feel
0: like it's a big deal for both of them yeah like, i feel like this is a win-win situation i don't think this yeah, is then it just
1: legitimizes espn as like mm-hmm. the the network the yeah because i don't even know who else is espn's competitors <laughs> I know.
0: Well, like CBS Sports, isn't that a thing? NBC Sports? NBC? Yeah, NBC? but those
1: are like, I think those as like the networks. Like, yeah, but they all have like their own Fox sports divisions. ES- but
0: I think some of them now have their own sports channels. We just don't necessarily get them. Like, okay. I think some of them have like on channel 523, like,
1: mm-hmm.
0: you know, Fox Sports or like or like, you know, yeah. like specifically for...
1: I feel like there's, like, one other that's just sports, like ESPN. Is Big Ten
0: Network ESPN, technically? I know it's, like, just mainly college football, but I know that's, like, a specific thing. See, I I don't know enough to, like, be speaking on any of this. I mean, ESPN is that bitch when it comes to sports, but, like, if they had the NFL tied to them specifically in terms of, like, you know, one owns the other or vice versa or they're connected legally... In that way, that would just skyrocket things even further in their favor.
1: Yeah, for sure. So, You're right. I googled ESPN competitors, and CBS Sports is like one of the top ones. So yeah, I, yeah. It must just be that networks. I thought there was something else that was like mm, a big like I sports, but uh, it might, maybe it's just ESPN.
0: Good for ESPN. Good for you. I'm happy for you. Something Disney has to be profitable these days. <laughs> <laughs> and it's not the fucking movie so That's for sure. it's got to be the sports um but that is all for today's episode thank you guys for joining us i hope you enjoyed those few little stories and tidbits and we will see you guys soon